welcome to the Business Success Club. I want to say welcome, and you are in for a treat in this group. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. And on this podcast, what we really want to establish is this. How do hardworking entrepreneurs build profitable and scalable businesses whilst having the freedom and balance to do the other things they love? like family, vacations, sports, fun, adventures, and charity. So let's tune into today's podcast. Hello and welcome to the Business Success Show with me, Mac Atram, the business coach. And today you are in for a treat because I've asked one of my good friends from many years. We shared a stage together, traveling around the world, teaching, education, educating, uh, living our mission of helping other people to improve their lives and improve their business. And the joy that I, that I got when he said, yes, Mac, let's do it. So welcome to the Business Success Show, uh, Mr. Bill Walsh. How are you doing? I'm blessed, brother. How are you? Fantastic. And thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for jumping in to give us some education here. And now for those of you who've never heard of Bill, let me give you a little bit about his background. He's a venture capitalist and the CEO and founder of Power Team International. Now, it's an education and success um, company, uh, educating people on personal development and business development. He's known as America's small business expert. So you're not talking to any business coach, you're talking to America's small business expert. And I'll tell you, he's won many awards as the uh, you know one of the leading business coaches and um, the top 30 business coaches recognized by guru magazine for the past seven years and over the past two decades this company has specialized in helping companies launch grow and create exponential value in their marketplace now he's the author of the book i've got it in my hand here the <laughs> obvious the obvious Untold Secrets to Create Global Success. So we'll talk about that very shortly as well. Now, he's been featured as an expert in the movie Beyond the Secret called The Awakening. So we are in for a treat right now because he has spent over two decades working with startups to major global brands to help them to increase sales, productivity, and overall success. I'm interested in this particular show as well. So, biz, uh, so Bill Walsh again, welcome to the Business Success Show. Let's kick off uh, with, tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial background. It goes back a long time. I think I was nine years old when I had my first business. I actually had a paper route and um, uh, it was a way to make some extra money. You know I mean? In, in third grade, you need some extra money. Okay. And sure, and sure enough, um, I got a, a small route to deliver some Sunday papers. They were the big fat papers on Sundays, so just one day a week. Mm-hmm. And by the time we were done, you know, I had uh, about 300 homes we delivered to every Sunday and it made uh, pretty good money. And then I uh, wound up hiring some of my brother's friends to cut grass in the neighborhood because my dad said I had to cut the grass. And I said, you mean I have to get the grass cut? <laughs> and he said, Don't be a smart ass. He said, uh, he said, yeah, this gotta be done. And sure enough, um, became a nice little business where by the time I was 11 years old, I was, you know, making a couple hundred dollars a week, which wasn't bad for 11 years old. Yeah. Yeah. In the summertime. And I didn't, I had nothing to spend it on. So I just kept putting these little rolls of cash into a shoebox, and, 
And then my aunt said, maybe you should open a bank account and maybe learn to invest your money. And that's kind of how the entrepreneur career started. I raced BMX bikes as a kid and oh, I, got wow. to, um, I got to travel all over the country and meet nothing but entrepreneurs. And I think that was really the formative years that I knew for a fact that um, having a job wasn't enough, right? There had to be, there had to be a side hustle. And mm -hmm. I was never really the job person because I believe that entrepreneurs, you know, if you have a job, you work nine to five. If you're an entrepreneur, you work five to nine. Yeah, that's 5 a.m. till 9 p.m. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. I, I was never afraid of the work. And I, and I think that part of it was the difference. But I, I was around entrepreneurial parents that could go to the bike races every weekend. And I began to ask him, I got to go on a private jet as a kid. I said, well, how do you get one of these? And he, he said, you've got to you've got to learn to be behind the register, not always in front of it. And what he really meant to say is you've got to be you got to be a business owner. You got to be an entrepreneur. And what was more important to me was the family time. I didn't realize that if my dad took a Saturday off, it cost them time and a half. You know, it cost them a lot of money to take that day off where these entrepreneurs were still making money while we're at the bike race. You know, wow. so that was really the that was really the, the 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 starting point of that the entrepreneurial path, the only way to go. And then out of high school and college became a trader. I traded currency in New York and Chicago. I did turnarounds for a decade, you know, from 1990 to 2000. I just fixed companies and was a high-end consultant. I love the idea of, of building things. I could if you had a vision or an idea, Mac, I could line up the money. I could get the marketing in place. I could formulate the teams and I could execute and we could right. go to market and I could schedule. I could see things two years out that as long as we had a runway to get started, we could make this thing run. And um, by the year 2000, I was burnt out and, and I wrote this down. There has to be more. And I took a couple of years off. I wasn't like super wealthy, but I was wealthy enough. I never had to work again. And sure enough, um, I came out of retirement, if you want to call it the summer, a partial retirement, because I knew that there was more. And I teamed up as a marketing partner for a young company called GoDaddy. We began oh, to market right. their domain names and, and their websites. And we teamed up as a channel partner for a company in Utah called Franklin Covey. And oh, wow. we began to market their, their business. Uh, it, was, it was a CRM called Plan Plus. And we gave you a merchant account. And we gave you a, um, a business plan. We called it Successfolio. It was like a business in a box. And okay. we were very fortunate to have great marketing partners. And that's what I would tell everyone today is that invest everything you have in great relationships. It'll pay you a lifetime of dividends and be the one that adds value first. And then, of course, then it really went crazy. We launched Rainmaker, which is our incubator course. We launched masterminds, speaker programs, internet classes, book writing classes, uh, sponsored all these big expos and you know, within five years of starting Power Team back in, it's crazy, I know almost 17 years ago, we were in the top 10 seminar companies in the world, you know, and, and, and it sounds like you made it easy, but I tell everyone it's, it's always, these overnight success stories are always 10 years in the making. Oh, so don't, you know, <laughs> so just stay the course, you know, and today, you know, now we're building metaverse stores for the mm -hmm. first time ever, we're launching, you know, these, uh, these, these genius bar-like businesses where you can walk in and there's, TVs on both sides and uh -huh. you can pick up the pick up the headset and you're talking to a, a Mac Atrium to give you in, insight on your business, you know, rock stars from around the world because you no longer have to be in the same place. And then That's at night great. it turns into a studio. Mm -hmm. So imagine for the first time ever, uh, business coaching, business mentoring meets retail malls. And that's one mm. of our newest business models. So it's pretty exciting, all the stuff that's happening. Uh, we launched a new SaaS product last year called Mobex. And that's okay. one of our newest tools for back-end sales automation for small business. Uh -huh. uh, and, and I can tell you that I'm more excited today as an entrepreneur than I've ever been, because I really do believe that we're on the cusp of greatness for entrepreneurs. You know, oh, I, I agree. 
Yeah. I agree with you. Let me let me ask you this because sure. you know, age of nine, you're there, you're 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 doing your paper route, you're making things happen, and for some people listening, they think, "Wow, it makes it sound easy." When we did this, and then we did this, and then we did this, and we got this. <laughs> but I but I failed all the way through. <laughs> right. So here's my question: It's not an overnight success. In right. your opinion, why do some businesses fail? Well, I mean, I think, you know, the number re the number yeah. one reason they fail is because they quit. Mm. And most of them quit three feet from gold. So I believe most entrepreneurs go through a cycle that at first they start out in a place called Busyville. Mm -hmm. Busy, 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 right? And the second stop on the train is called Brokeville because they're trying to run the business like a hobby. They never got credit lines. They never got grants. They never looked at the capital required to really run a business. And before you know it, they run up all their personal credit cards. They've borrowed from their friends and family. And the runway for a business is not always um, three weeks and you're wealthy. I know you see that on TV all the time. And you know, if you could, if you could do yourself a favor and just skip all the get rich quick ideas, because usually get rich quick means get broke faster. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So we really start to understand that when we look at businesses and they're starting out, it's pure excitement and they're busy, then they're broke and then they burn out. And these aren't my stats, but in the U.S., I'm not sure about the U.K., but, you know, over 80 percent of small business don't make it two or three years. Yeah, and it's, it's almost always and it's almost always the fact that, you know, it's a capital issue. It's a business issue. But a lot of times it's a leadership issue. So don't quit three feet from gold, number one. But you've got to you've got to invest in sage advice. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I help a lot of like dentists and lawyers and doctors. And imagine this, that you go to school to be a dentist for like seven years after college. Right. But of the of the your entire dental training in your program, there's less than five days of how to run a business. Crazy, so could, huh? you imagine, could you imagine if I had 10 plus years in business training and they gave me three days of being a dentist training and said, now go be a dentist? I would, I would kill people, right? It's the same thing. So if you're a professional in your space, know your niche, right? But invest in great mentors and be frugal. There's so many great tools out there today that people can use that and we'll, we'll maybe we'll talk about some free tools they can use today. But this is the future is that, you know, stop trying to look for that overnight home run and begin to really think about, are you really building something that solves a problem, serves a need, makes something better? And, and do you love it? You know, do you have mad passion? I always tell people, you know, is, is, is it something that number one, um, you love to do? Does it serve a big market? Is there money in the space? Would you do it for free? You know, and if you can't answer yes to some of those questions, then you're in a business that's going to probably wind you up right back where you started from. Right. And I do tell people this all the time that I've been broke and I've been wealthy. Yes, broke sucks, <laughs> but you'll always find who your real friends are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If they hang around long enough, then you know they're your friends. So, hey, right. um, it's great stuff there. So for people listening in, they're thinking, OK, I, it's these are words of wisdom. I hear what Bill is saying. What business should I get into right now in this current space? Yeah, well, I mean, you always got to ask yourself this question first. What are you really great at? Mm. Write down what you're really great at and pick one. It's called focus. Follow one course until successful. So, for example, I like I like to invest in property. I like real estate. Great. Then go work for a real estate firm from the bottom up. Mm. Go If you're going to do rehabs, go work for someone that does rehabs. Make sure that you want to learn that business from the ground up. Make sure you realize the tenant issues. Make sure you learn the laws around this stuff. Make sure you become educated on somebody else's dime. 
you know, don't go, well, I'm going to go invest all my fortune in real estate because I've seen some guy make all this money, but you don't know what they've been through to get there. Absolutely. Howard Hughes was the creator of a TV show called, you know, um, The Secret Boss, whatever it's called, right? The Undercover Boss. Oh, Even yeah, though there, yeah, was no, yeah. there was no TV show about him, but when he bought the airline TWA, he went and actually worked as a baggage handler because he wanted to learn the business, right? So before you invest all your money in some area, go try it out first. You know, go see and... My daughter's a PA. She's a, 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 a in, 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 in the in the area of, of health and wellness, right? She's a physician's assistant oh, okay. uh, with the Northwestern Hospital Group here in Chicago in dermatology, and she loves it. But part of their program while they're in school is they have to rotate to eight or ten different types of what a PA would help with. So one is surgery. Okay. It's you know, like, Dad, I don't want to be in the surgery room. That's really not. I'm just. I, I don't. I don't feel that room at all. Do you know what I mean? I mean they're, they're in the worst in Chicago, where if they come in with a gunshot when they're coming. This, she's like, that's just not where I want to be. So understand the same thing here. If you're kind of like an executive, and maybe you're like, I don't know what my side hustle is going to be, what gig economy I'm going to work in, then there's nothing wrong with going slow. Right. You know, and then of course, find real mentors that you say the way that company does business. I love what they do. Then go get a job there or go work for a leader that even if you don't get paid for it, if you're just getting the education, you know, go and say, listen, I'll be I'll be an assistant. I'll help out because there's enough successful people in cities all over the world that are looking for really good help, not takers, but really good help. And it's your job to to disseminate and figure out, well, I don't want this path. I want this path. But you know what you're great at. Does it serve a lot of people? Is there money in the space? And would you do it for free? So before you just say, I'm going to go because everyone's making money with the metaverse, I'm going to go down the metaverse channel. Well, it may not be where you have any expertise and, right. you know, um, you're going to wind up probably spending a lot of money on something that you may not make money at. So trusted source, be the one that serves first, get, get, your, get, your, get your feet wet by doing that, make sure it's what you want to do. And if there's people that are making a lot of money in that space, um, if they can do it, you can do it. But realize there's going to be a learning curve there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I do agree with you. You know, is, is it something you're passionate about? I like what you said. Do you have expertise in it? Is there a marketplace for it? Is there a demand for the thing that you have in mind? Right. So, you know, on, on the other side, on the flip side, what stops people actually starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur? Well, I believe that there's an entrepreneur in everybody, but, that, but they may not want to unleash the entrepreneur. Right. I'll give you an example. I love my brother. Right. He's one of the greatest guys in the world. But, you know, as an entrepreneur, he's he's used to because he's worked most of his life as a union electrician. He's wow. used to showing up at nine o'clock and leaving at five o'clock because that's the program that he's under. Right. So I don't know that he's willing to step outside that comfort zone. And he's used to seeing money immediately. As an entrepreneur, you might be in a business for one of my students, for example, Mac, he's 23 years old. He just closed on his first $50 million real estate syndication. Um, 23 years old. He was born in Iraq. Right. You know, he was, he was living in the worst time ever in Iraq where they were in a concrete floor, um, places being bombed around him. He left there, um, went to Syria, came to the U.S. as a refugee, had literally nothing. Him and five brothers and his dad came here with nothing. Uh, went to school, did his part, learned the language. By 18, got his first job in real estate. And believe it or not, he spent a whole year. He spent one whole year and didn't make one sale. Wow. So most people would have quit. He worked at the car wash. He worked, he had two other jobs besides his real estate um, passion business, right? 
before it made any money. But four years later, when he made his first sale after that first year, within two years, became in the top 10 realtors in all of, of all of San Francisco. Mm. You're not talking about a small market with small homes. These are big homes and big money. And, and he built his entire business through what he, what he called virtual admins. So believe it or not, at 22 years old, he had 30 virtual admins that worked for him that served every client that did mm. every piece of the business other than the signing of the contract, the walkthrough, right? And then and the actual close. Everything else was done outsourced. You know, and now he's in the, and now he's taken one step further and said, I've made it here. Now I can do syndications. Mm. So it's understanding that most people, and there's a great book to read called Three Feet from Gold by Greg Reed, right? Pick right. that book up. They, they quit right at the edge of their comfort zone, but that's where all the success starts. Yeah. So realize that if you're going to do something, give yourself a couple of years of, of grinding at it, but make sure it's in a place where the people are actually making money. Because if you don't make any money to business, it's called a hobby. True, true. <laughs> and there's, true. there's nothing wrong with it. If that's your passion. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the business, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Warren Buffett. He said, rule number one, don't lose money. Right. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. Absolutely. And so I would share that with entrepreneurs today that, you know, you've got to go out there. And there's two things you've got to do to be successful in business. You've got to you've got to serve customers and retain them, mm -hmm. serve and retain, serve and retain. So you can get those two things down. You're doing something right. And, and it's got to be something that once again, that um, you don't need an alarm clock anymore. You don't need to be motivated. You need to be so inspired every day by what you do that it pulls you outside the comfort zone. And that's why if you get any time, you can spend time with Mac. I recommend you do it. If he's speaking somewhere, you go. If he's online, got something going on, you show up, right? Because mm -hmm. he lives what he teaches. He doesn't just wow. talk about it. He lives it every day. And that's really the people you want to spend more time with is that look at the ones that, that live what they teach. Don't just talk about it. Absolutely. I to totally agree with what you're saying there. Uh, you know, one of the things I admire most about you is your ability to make connections and contacts wherever you are in the world. And I know you've spoken in many places and you do done yeah. business in, but the, 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 one of the things I really admire is your ability to build those relationships. How do you do it? And why is it important to build relationships? Well, I learned a long time ago that relationship capital is the greatest equity you'll ever invest in. Relationship capital is the greatest equity you'll ever invest in. Right. And, I learned also a long time ago how to do it right and how to do it wrong. You know, mm -hmm. wrong is here's what I got and here's what I want. Mm -hmm. Right was here's who I am and here's how I can serve. Yeah. And when I changed that language, Mac, everything changed. Doors opened up because I didn't ask for anything anymore. I began to open the door and said, let me just create value first. Right. And when you do that, people actually, they respect it. And, and if they're the right people, uh, it'll come back to you tenfold. So when I learned the process of create value, expect nothing in return, I knew going into a conversation or going into a meeting that I was just there to figure out, could I add value to that person's life and their business? And if I could, let the chips fall where they may. And so many times, probably nine out of 10 times, it falls in the right direction because you can't do business with a bad person. No. You know what I mean, it's just, it's never going to last, right? And you'll never do epic things with horrible people. Right. So begin to surround yourself with people that are doing epic stuff already that you've, you've watched them serve and help enough other people. Um, and that's like Les Brown or Brian Tracy or Mark Victor Hansen. I didn't know these guys, but I knew if I added value to their life first, it would probably come back 10x. And, and, and without a doubt, it did. And, and so I, I helped everyone understand that, number one, put yourself in the, in the area of greatness. 
yeah. put yourself around people that are doing epic things. That makes sense. Yeah. Because if you, if you don't do that, you've got to show up for your own success story. You've got to show up for your own success story. Indeed. And this is a mistake that people make is that they, they don't and they don't schedule a year or two years in advance. If there's what I call your fab 10 list you want to connect with, then, then make a list of where they're going to be and what are they working on and what's their charity and, and how can you add value to some of the things they're doing with, with, with no expectation of return. And, and, and that's how it all started. But then there's also, it's not just following up and this is the mistake entrepreneurs make, it's actually following through. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. Do it. It could be the littlest thing. It could be, you know, my friend runs a radio show in Costa Rica, and I'd love to get you on that show. Well, if you say you're going to do that, you better follow up and do it. Because if you don't, what I find is that success people know right away. So yeah. if, whatever you do, follow up and follow through. It's a game changer for entrepreneurs, especially if you're starting out, because you haven't taken the time to build all that bandwidth, I would say, right? And before you know it, you'll be the one that they're trying to connect somebody with for you. Makes sense. Fantastic. Well, I love what you said there. Help first, be of service first, and other things will fall into place for you. And they do. And it, yeah, I totally, I live the same way and I totally agree with you. Hey, you help people to raise capital for various ventures, real estate, businesses, whatever. Tell us a little bit about that side of your um, your work, your business in terms so of- So it's a little different than that, is that we don't really help them raise capital. We show them how to find capital. And we're gonna tell okay. you guys, the most expensive form of capital is venture capital. Mm -hmm. So we run a venture fund and a venture firm, and that's the core of our business. Then we have business courses, speaker courses, lifestyle events, but we only invest in companies that sell back to small business. So if you have a SaaS product for small business, if you've got a social media firm, if you're a content creator, if you're a speaker, trainer, coach, author, if you run seminars, if you run events, those are things we like to invest in. And we'll invest with dollars, we'll invest with marketing, we'll invest in partnerships. But you want to understand if you're trying to raise money, the first thing to look at is the leader. Mm -hmm. Any venture group, any group that's out there, they invest in you, the leader. So once again, it's not always who has the best plan. It's who has a great plan with a great leader. That's going to attract the capital. So if you're trying to find capital, hmm. that's an issue. You want to be so good, you attract the capital. So yeah. part of that is building a great plan, uh, assembling a great team, have a great board of advisors with you that are part of your business plan. Make sure you've got the good, better, and best plan that's in there. So if things aren't so good, what happens? Have an exit strategy for your investors. And of course, what's your go-to-market plan? And that's all got to be inside of one deck that's super clean. So I recommend everybody that, you know, before you try to raise capital, test your market, test your idea. Uber, which you know of a company worldwide today, yeah. they started with under 200 grand. That was it. Mm. But they proved the model in a couple of zip codes in San Francisco. And because it worked there, they've raised 200 billion. So mm. understand that, you know, you, you've got to think differently from how you're going to project, but if you'll start by having a small success, you can attract a lot of dollars for your bigger success. But prove the model first. Don't say invest all the money in me and my idea. You're going to give up 90% of the business. 90% for a good idea. Yeah. Less than 30% for a great idea that you've proven. But a great idea by itself is worth about 10%. A great idea that's proven, right? You can retain most of the capital, the equity of the company. And, and venture is the last place to go. Yeah. Ventures for two reasons. Mm. You've got explosive growth in 24 months or you plan to go public. Yeah. Does that make sense? That's a good reason for venture. Other than that, there's there's no shortage of equity markets. There's no shortage of 
family offices. Yeah. I would stay away from friends. You know, what I say, what I call fools and, and friends and, and family that the three F just remove that right from your list. Because if your plan is good enough, it'll attract capital from anywhere. And Absolutely. so it's your job, prove the model, then attract the capital. Make sure you look at all the forms of capital you can use before you go venture out. Okay, great point there. Great point, well made. Now there's two types of um, business owners that I've come across um, who need help. One is the person who started their business and it becomes a lifestyle, almost like a hobby, mm -hmm. like you said. Yep. And then there's the other one who's got the smarts and says, actually, this business is an asset and I want it to be an asset. Now, what's your take on that? Should people be building a business or a lifestyle or should from the outset have that exit strategy that this is going to be an asset that I can sell later on, or I can raise equity on or whatever? The challenge today is that 70 plus, 70 plus percent of businesses, when the owner or the founder passes away, go to the wayside. Right. Which means they weren't built for scale. They weren't built for sale. They weren't built to go public. Right. So when you start a business, start with the exit in mind. There's always three exits, right? These are the three that I'm pretty clear on. Hmm. Number one, you're going to go public. Mm -hmm. and you're going to cash out somewhere down the road, usually four to 10 years. Number two, you're going to bring on managing partners. So the managing partners will normally invest in the business with you at some sort, either in time or in cash over like a five-year run, where now they can run the business, you can, you can step away from it, right? Mm -hmm. And the third type of business is that you're going to build it and sell it. And those are all three great answers, but you better start with your structure and your plan as you're rolling the business out, what that looks like. Because if you don't, you're guessing. And if you're guessing, I promise you this, you'll become a stat. So that's not where the magic's at. Don't think 10 years down the road, well, now what am I going to do with this business that I built, right? right. And, and so many times what happens is if it's not structured properly, either to go public, to bring on managing partners, or to straight out sell it, then you wind up with an asset that's only good to you. Absolutely. And 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 in line with what you're saying is if you go down that line and have that exit in mind, the way you set up that business and the way you operate that business and the team that you put together makes all the difference. Makes all the yeah, difference. Yeah, because because if you're going to structure it to bring on managing partners, you can set the business up where you take 20% of the equity or maybe 10% of the equity. And over time, those managing partners can be partnered in the business. And now all of a sudden, the owner always thinks different than the employee. So make your team feel like they're owners, right? And then vest them over time if they're if they're successful in growing the brand. And it's always against milestones, right? If they don't hit the milestones, they don't deserve the they don't deserve the equity. But boy, if they hit the milestones, you want them as equity partners. See, I, I think many times people don't realize the worst thing in life is to is I mean, it's not the worst thing in life that you train someone and down the road they leave. The worst thing in life is that you don't train them and they stay. Because now you've got someone that's not even, they're, they're, just, they're just taking them space. Very expensive, very expensive. Hey, tell us a little bit more about Rainmaker and Power Team International, because I hear you're coming to London. I'm, when you was here, were, were you in London last month or the month before? And I yeah, like for just, a, just a couple months ago. It was yeah, fun. Yeah, that was a great event. We had a big, we had a big event. event there. You know, we're going to plan to be in London probably three times over the next 12 months. Okay. And we'll make sure that you guys have all the details. And we'd always love to have Matt come and speak again because he knocked it out of the park <laughs> with our small group that was there. And it was quite, quite amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, so our, our Rainmaker is our four-day incubator course that's designed to help entrepreneurs launch, grow, and build a better business. Hmm. You're going to work on your vision, your mission, your path, your purpose, your plan, write your book, learn to raise capital. We're going to share with you how to run all your marketing funnels, sales funnels, loyalty programs, 
really get organized, take ownership of the business. We're also going to help you work on your public speaking, how to get paid as a public speaker. You know, and these are things that skill sets that if you don't learn to get on media early, if you don't learn how to get uh, true attraction to your business and know exactly what to say about it, it's costing you money. So we built all this inside of the program. And uh, listen, it, it's so affordable. When we deliver it in, the, in, in Europe, it's like 5,000 pounds for you and four guests. Right. So talk about a great value add, right? Um, literally, you just, you can't beat it for that price range. But yeah. really what we're looking for is deals. So you're getting the best training. Think of like a pragmatic MBA for entrepreneurs. It's not about feeling good. It's about leadership, communication, systems and teams, accountability and execution. And then a bonus day on public speaking. And I can tell you that if we only gave you the public speaker course, it's worth more than what you we paid for the whole program. But also on top of that, we want you to bring a team. So you get to bring four people with you. Your kids can come for free if they're under 21. We, I believe that every kid should start a business. We want to reward you for that. And, and these are all some of the perks that we do um, for the students. And uh, this is our 17th year doing the program. And We've people love it. We're more than 30 really countries, so pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I still love teaching it. <laughs> hey, let me say this, um, Bill, for those who want to learn more from you, learn, is, what, how can they connect with you? Is there a site you've got? I think a couple of things they can do is they can actually go to, I'm on Instagram, so at Bill Instagram. Walsh 360. So Bill Walsh 360. Yeah. Um, just make sure you send me a message. Don't just like, but send me a message on there. And it usually takes me a few days to get back in there, but I'll do that. You can also get a complimentary session with our team anytime you want. Our website is ipowerteam.com. It's ipowerteam.com forward slash VIP. So if you just go to that little tag forward slash VIP, you can fill out a simple form and a team member will follow up with you within 48 hours and give you a free coaching session on any area of your business. So it's a great way to get some good insight to growing your business. And of course, at our website, you can see our calendar events um, for the whole year. So we publish almost a year in advance. It's fantastic. All right, we'll share that. We'll share that one here as well. So Absolutely. you can listen to the Business Success Show with me, Mac Atrum, the business coach, Bill Walsh, the America's business expert and world-renowned business coach as well. In a moment, I'm going to go to Bill to see if he has some final words for us. Uh, but listen, what he's saying is absolutely paramount. You have to learn to do business the right way. And you have to learn from experts to do that. Find what you are good at. Make sure there is a marketplace for it. Above all, build relationships, build partnerships. It's going to be the fastest and easiest way for you to actually grow your business and attract clients. Bill, on that note, any final words, anything else you want to say before we um, start wrapping up here? You know, I mean, here's the one thing that is so important is just stay the course. Avoid negative people. Mm. Surround yourself with great leaders that have already had success. Um, be willing to invest in your own success. And, uh, and, and I think when it really comes down to this is that there's three things you really want to make sure you put in place first. And I've lived by this most of my life is family, faith, and fun, mm. family, faith, and fun, build the business around those things. The greatest thing in life for me has been to watch my kids grow up and become my heroes. My son, Austin is now 30 years old and my business partner and great friend, my daughter, Marissa, 28 She's a, uh, a PA in, in dermatology here in Chicago. And my youngest son, Evan, he produces music. And he's part of our tech team, for one of our new uh, SaaS products. So to watch your kids become your heroes, greatest blessing in life. And, and just don't, don't, ever, don't ever give up on your dreams. You, you may not find the big success 
the first time or the second time or the third time, but, but there's great success in all of us. It's just going down the path where you know you're in the right place at the right time with the right people when you step into the flow. And that's what a rainmaker is. You got to make it rain leads, sales, conversions, become unconsciously competent in your space and step into the flow. And yes, people will think you're crazy, <laughs> but it's the crazy ones that make all the money. So there you go. I love you, buddy. Thanks for having me on your show. And anytime that I can help you any way that I can, you know, count me in. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're one of those guys making things happen. And I love what you said, family, faith and fun. At the end of the day, what is it all about? Okay, you can have all the money in the world, no family. Right. Who are you going to enjoy that with? So on that note, I want to say thank you, Bill. Thank you for those uh, words of wisdom and those golden nuggets you've given everyone here. Uh, you've been listening to the Business Success Show. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, follow, connect, whatever you need to do, whichever platform you're on right now. And also share this with your friends uh, and make comments where you need to. All right. Mac Atram here checking out with Mr. Bill Walsh out of Los... You're in Las Vegas. I'm uh, in Chicago today, but Vegas is home. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Speak soon, buddy. Thanks for all your support. Appreciate you a whole lot. Thanks so much. You're most welcome. You're most welcome.